Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes, and my name is Ryan Klaus. And my name is Danny Cleary. And as always, we're not priests, we're not theologians, we're just Two Catholic Dudes, and we're talking about our faith. And today, as promised, is the political episode. Well, kind of. It's not going to be like most political videos or commentaries that you've watched. It's just Two Catholic Dudes talking about politics. And guess what? We're not experts. <laughs> we're far from it in terms of this uh, political realm that we're speaking from, but it's too important not to talk about, and it's in- too important not to try to record for a second time as well. We've had technical difficulties. We're trying it again from our remote setup here, and yep. things are bound to go wrong when we're dealing with technology, but it's just that persistence uh, as we're talking about this products of persistent political polarization, as our title is so alluding to, but it's persistence in doing what we feel is important, and that's airing this podcast for you guys to listen to. Well, and it's, you know, it, it comes from the, I think that God sometimes uses the technology and the upping the production value value to test my patience and my tries to help me calm down because i usually just say forget it what's the easiest way to get this thing uploaded because it's about what we say not what you know the quality all the time which is true but i do i I more and more understand the level of importance that this has so i did a whole setup today i have my microphone my lights my camera and as always the technical difficulties completely fell apart on my end so this is round two but it's still worth doing. We want to bring you guys the best content we possibly can at the best quality we possibly can. So here we are talking yeah. about politics and exactly a very I, high quality production level. And I want to commend you on on that persistence uh, to to make sure that the shot looks looks good today. You know, and so we spent a lot of time trying to. Uh, Use the tools that you currently have in front of you to set up good shots. So if you guys aren't following us on YouTube, do so. Uh, check out the video. Um, if you're driving, don't do that. But uh, if you're at home and you like to listen on your phone, maybe check it out on YouTube. Send us a good comment. Uh, hit that like button, uh, the little thumbs up. Those all are very much appreciated. It helps our channel grow tremendously. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, I was gonna. I said it. We, we this again. This is our second time. We just started, and and you know, your internet got disconnected. So we're just starting fresh. But I said it before, and I mean it still all the same. That it's probably daunting. You know, I've been dealing with audio, video products, technology, getting in this industry for years and years and years and years, and I've accumulated all this stuff, this wealth of of not only physical things here, but the knowledge of how to use them over many years. And when you're starting fresh and having to deal with that, it's probably daunting and you like don't know where to start. But it's like the old saying, saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. If you one try to eat the whole time. thing in one bite, you're not, you're, you can't do it. So it's just simple, simple ways. You just one thing at a time. That's that's the best way to do it. So I commend you on just trying it. You know what I mean? And and today is is a great it's a great looking shot. So guys, tune in on YouTube and uh, check out what we got right here with Danny. So nice job. Yeah, I got um, all this space now. I got a yeah. new desk at work, and uh, we're, I'm in my office at work now instead of uh, crammed in my bedroom. So 
I have a little bit more room to work because that's something that I always was envious of you of is all that room in your studio comparatively to my tiny room. Yeah, it's looking good. It's a good looking desk. Thank all right, you. let's get into it. Let's talk about politics. You know, uh, they say don't mix, don't mix politics and religion, but uh, it's too important not to, especially in these days, because our climate is so divided. It's so mm. incredibly divided. We have to we have to talk about this some way. I keep forgetting to change that camera, but here we are. We're, we're that's like, all right. We're, that's <laughs> a new thing too. So if you do, it is what it is. Uh, but I think that that's important because I think right now is probably at least for people in our generation and and maybe even younger. This might be the most political time in the history of. Uh, of the world it, it just seems like everybody is talking about politics it seems like like for instance i couldn't tell you and maybe this is a bad reflection of me and my being informed but i couldn't tell you who the last governor of my state was california was, that is that's where we live was it arnold schwarzenegger that's what i would say but apparently there was somebody <laughs> in between uh but i like now i could tell you like i couldn't tell you names of senators or people in the house or any of that but now i can tell you because it's just being constantly talked about and thrown in our face and maybe that is is good in some aspect it's good to be informed but i think also it's it just shows like how politicized the world is and everything that we do and every conversation that we have and uh it's it's absolutely insane yeah you know i think there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons we can talk about. We've talked about social media uh, ad nauseum on our channel, but I think that's one of the big the big reasons why we're so divided mm. more so than ever. Um, let's get into that. So I, I okay. You, you haven't watched the social dilemma yet. Oh, I have. Oh, you watched it? Okay. I watched it. If you guys haven't watched it at home, terrifying. It's a terrifying watch, but it's really important. It honestly, it was terrifying, but it also. I kind of used it as a way to back off of social media a little bit. Like I was so obsessed for a long time, especially doing this podcast, like with how many followers we have, who's following, how posting, what time we post. And um, I uh, kind of stopped doing that. I stopped focusing so much on it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you're you're breaking up a little bit, but the point you're making right there is an important one: is how much time are we spending on our platforms? How much time are we spending on social media? And uh, what directions is it pulling us in in our lives? And is it something fruitful, or is it something uh, that's pulling us away from what's important in in our lives? But what they touched on a lot in the show. Uh, let's see if you're back there. I think. Yeah, I, I just sometimes get a little glitchy. It's all right. We can deal with that. That's technology. That's that's what, that's internet. that's the day and age that we're living in right now. You guys are dealing with Zoom calls all day long, and people freeze, and you just move on. So, uh, thanks for dealing with that uh, with us. So, but what they talked about on the social dilemma was that you say you click on a video, whether it's on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook, the algorithm is going to pinpoint that and it's going to be like, oh, you like that? So say, I mean, say something harmless, you watch a, a video. I think actually somebody did this as a test. They watched a video about puppies, just a video showing puppies. And right. then the next time they refresh their, their YouTube feed, 
uh, it just showed them more puppies and they clicked on and all they ever clicked they, it was like a fresh profile on YouTube and they just kept clicking on puppy videos and it just went down the rabbit hole of more and more and more and more puppies and that's all they ever showed them so imagine it's something less harmless like say Okay, say you're very in the middle of the road politically and you chose a political video that wasn't too far leaning left or right. But maybe it was just the needle was just ever so pinned to one direction to the right. Uh, and you watch this video and you watch the whole thing. You gave it a thumbs up. And now that alg algorithm's like, ooh, this guy really likes that video because he thumbs it up. He commented. He liked it, whatever. So they're going to give him more of that. But now he watched all the videos that are just more or less middle of the road politically, but slightly leaning to the right. And it's like, well, what else can we give him? Let's give him something else that leans a little further to the right. And then he watches all of those, but he's not seeing anything, any counter arguments from the left side. Um, and it's, and that needle starts going ever so slowly to the right before you know it, he's watching super, super, super far right videos and he's getting wound up about it. And that's, that's all, the important thing is that that's all that the internet is showing it because they, they no one's making a conscious decision like on the social dilemma there's they you know they uh, dramatize it and they had people like in the computer you know discussing <laughs> what they're going to do for this one character's feed they're like right. oh he liked that let's send him more of those videos but this is just a computer algorithm but it it's ending up creating these problems where we're only seeing one side of the story and often it's fake news we, that's a whole other topic but um, or it's it's over dramatized or it's uh, elaborated issues of all the stories, right? And so we've created these these people that are only seeing the side that they want to see or that the that the algorithm wants them to see. Yeah, uh, and I, I can speak to it. That kind of happened to me uh, recently within the last few months is I kind of got sucked into the social media rabbit hole of, watching a lot of videos because I was trying to be informed and learn more. And, and I ended up getting like angry and frustrated the more I watched and the more I kind of became political and I was getting into arguments with people. And like, I would see a post from someone that maybe thought differently than me. And I was immediately filled with like frustration and anger instead of trying to see their point of view. And I really had to take a step back and I was watching that show and just kind of taking a step back at myself and going, why am I allowing myself to become so angry and bitter and frustrated over this stuff when, you know, it's not, it's not the overall most important thing in my life, but I'm allowing it to be all encompassing of everything that I feel and think. And, it, I became, I always advocated and I always kind of talked a lot about how I'm not political. I'm not the political guy. I don't want to talk about it. And then all of a sudden I became the political guy and I became the guy that wanted to talk about it constantly. And I became the person that was starting arguments and starting debates. And I was just really disgusted to be honest with you with myself. And it, it took me kind of waking up one day and realizing and, and looking at my social media and going, look at what social media is feeding me because of, of the cycle that I've started, you know, it wasn't, uh, I started seeing way less wrestling and way more politics. And I was super annoyed with that, but it starts to get you more fired up and you start yeah, it, and you start, it was, perpetual. More, it was like a wheel. 
Exactly. It's 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 a feedback loop where you just can't you can't stop that cycle unless you deliberately do something. And a lot of times that means pulling the plug. But that's really, really hard to do for everybody because it's a straight up addiction. Now, the show isn't about the social dilemma. It's about politics. But what's happening is it's pulling us down those those divides. I, I think that's the that it's that it's one in the same, because I think that most people my age, your age are political because of what they watch and what they view and what they post on social media. And you look at a lot of these political conversations that are happening. They're not happening over coffee. They're not happening to kind of see each other's different perspectives. They're happening online where people can just put all of their thoughts on a Facebook comment and without any worrying about what the other person thinks or is going to say or how they're going to feel. Right. And uh, I, we've eliminated that emotional part of the conversation. Right. We've eliminated what it means to have a actual debate, a, a, an argument. I say debate and I laugh about it because I watched that first debate and it was uh, it was just a screaming match, a yelling match between our two candidates. But uh, what it means to have a, a, a actual argument in the platonic sense of like understanding the other person's viewpoint, where they're coming from, fully um, fully understanding their point, their counter argument, articulating it back to them in a fruitful manner and saying, okay, I say, I see what you mean when you say this, and I'm going to counter that by saying this. And we're not fighting. We're not ready to take the gloves off and go, go at it, but it's a way to have a healthy argument. But people have lost that because it becomes that screaming match that we watched on that debate. I'm not and I'm not saying behind either candidate because Trump was just Trump was horrible. He wouldn't let anybody talk. Biden, would you shut up, man? Like what kind of example are we teaching not only our children, but our society as a whole with how both of the candidates carried themselves in that debate? And I'm just going to do that air quotes again because it was it was nonsense. Right. But um, going back to like how. How can we be empathetic to one another, hear people's points of view if we're, we, we just have a, a deaf ear to what they want to say? A friend of mine who I just met recently at the March for Martyrs when we were there, his name's James Klug. He's a, a Republican, but he goes to all these marches, all these uh, Antifa, all these far left things and tries to have uh careful debates with them and, and, and actual conversations. But now I, I, I get that this is a Republican posting on social media um, to try to open engagements with the left, but it, it's, it ends up creating more um, negativity than. Well, it, I mean, he's purposely going to places where he knows he's going to get those. He knows the type of reactions he's going to get. Right. When he goes to those, like, it's not like he goes, Okay, who is the most civil that I can talk to? Exactly. So obviously, so, and, and that's that's what we deal with is that there's always a skewed vision of what we're seeing. So me, sure. I'm watching the videos and I'm like, oh, those those left those left people like they're they're so crazy, like they won't hear anything. But like, yeah, you could find somebody totally civil that will have a conversation. Of right? course. So, but anyways, the people that he goes to, they're completely 
they have deaf ears to anything he wants to say. He's like, they, he's holding Trump signs and they'll like grab his signs. They've punched him. They've, uh, they've broken his camera. They, but they just won't hear. And he says, Oh, what you're saying about, uh, Trump or what, uh, you're saying about the, the right is actually false. And let me tell you why. And they're like, we don't want to hear it because we right. just want to tell you what kind of a jerk you are. And I'll use that language softly. Uh, it's, they probably don't say those words, but the same thing. I mean, the same thing can happen on the other side. You know what I mean? People just don't want to hear. They don't even want to hear. They say, oh, you know, those facts that you've been given about your party, they might not be entirely true. Let me tell you why. And they go, no, 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 no. I don't want you to tell me why because my beliefs are so strong and I don't want you to change those beliefs. Yeah, it just seems like the, the that there's a lot of that going on. My biggest problem with everything going on and i'm not trying to get on here and tell you who i'm voting for or advocate for one party or another that's not what this show is about and that's not what uh why we wanted to talk about it is the the biggest issue i have and i was talking to my younger brother about this who we tend to disagree on a lot of stuff but the the issue is we live in a society nowadays where it's once you turn 18 it's okay choose a side pick a team and if you don't subscribe to everything that specific team says, then that's when the problems begin. Now you're, uh, you know, everyone is, if you're, if you're on the left, you think that everybody on the other side is racist or uh, stupid or they are homophobic or they do all these, those are like the, the typical things. And then if you're on the right hand side, you immediately think that everybody on the left is insane and they don't want the police and they, uh, they want to advocate for violence and they want to riot and they want to burn and they want to do all these things when it's like, there's completely civil people on both sides of this discussion that have uh, that want to discuss that 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 really want what's best for you know them the country uh, and and it's just because of we go back to social media because of social media and I think because of the way that the re the actual media makes this all out to be it, it you feel like you have to pick a team and you have to fight for your team I'll use this as a, as as a, an example. I was watching game seven. Uh, the Dodgers were playing, uh, you know, the Dodgers, you know, go Dodgers, obviously. Um, but before they were the game, before they got to the world series, I was watching that game, game seven and uh, a commercial came up for it's actually today is Thursday. Tonight is the final presidential debate, but a commercial came up for the debate. And I, the way that the commercial was structured and the way that the commercial was, uh, you know, shot and and cut together, I have seen UFC, professional wrestling, NBA final style commercials the exact same way. It was like, you know, coronavirus, taxes, racism, everything hangs in the balance. Trump versus Biden, winner takes all. It's like ladder all cage, you, cage match tonight. <laughs> it's like, that exact what? thing. If you change the words to like ladders, chairs, cage match, the winners, the world champion, it's exactly the same thing. And the fact that we are just like, oh, cool. Like got to tune in. Like this is the leader of the free world who's supposed to not represent 
one side or the other, but it's supposed to represent all Americans. Right. And, the know, fact- and that's something that we've forgotten, that, that, that at the end of the day, whichever letter is next to your name, you're still an American citizen. You're, 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 you're part of the United States. And, and that's something that we've lost is I don't, I don't know what either side, it's hard to say that you're proud to be an American at this point for the way that, that we act and the way that we treat each other. Like, because sure, we can look at the, uh, the political figures of this world and say, oh, well, the president shouldn't act like that. Or, oh, this person shouldn't act like that. And sure, that's true. But what about ourselves? What about how we act? What about how we respond? And that is what changed a lot of my thinking because I had to look at myself and go, the way that I'm reacting, the way that I'm talking to people on Facebook, the arguments I'm attempting to start, that is not a reflection of who I am. And now we'll bring this into it. It's not a reflection who God has called me to be, regardless of what my political standing is. And I think that a lot more people right now need to think about that. Be like, yeah, sure, you can say the president shouldn't do this or the the vice president shouldn't act this way and all this other stuff, but what about how you should act? What about how you conduct yourself? That's who you should right. be first and foremost accountable of. Yeah, you can't change how other people are going to act. And you can scream and yell on social media all you want. But really, the only way that you can make a difference is to go out and vote, right? But you can choose how you react in everything in life. And so I think more it's, it's all the more important with this political realm that we're in is choose choose not to get into it because you're not going to change someone's mind probably Ch- uh, show them with your actions how you can uh, be a better per- be a better person and we're uh, all called to a a higher calling a calling of holiness this is a religious podcast so we have to speak on uh, how God is in all of this and now you you made a, a comment a bit ago and I I, hadn't, I don't know why I hadn't thought of this before but it's like we're we're called in our political society to like choose a side, pick a team and stand for everything that that seems that that team stands for. And so many people, they, they buy into literally every single thing that that, um, and they're like, Oh, if, if my Republican party or my democratic party says this, I believe it, uh, 100%. Now, when I first registered to vote, I was sorry, I'm getting to the point a long way as I normally do. When I first signed up, to vote registered to vote when I was 18 I signed up as independent or like undecided or whatever because I said you know what I feel like there's merit on both sides I feel like some of the things that the Republicans say is great some of the things that the Democrats say is great I want to pick and choose and I don't want to have my ballot you know when you get your primaries you can only vote for the party that you're registered to I was like I want to be able to vote for whoever based on what they what that particular person uh, says and even that person I don't 100% 100% stand for everything that they stand for. But as uh, as we've moved along, we've been more polarized, as this episode is about. And so uh, I, my friend said it this way, and I agree. He says, you know what? I, I've always been in the middle, kind of, but leaning towards the right. And I'm the same way. But I am a very liberal personality in, in a sense. I, I It's hard to describe exactly what I mean by that, but I'm liberal in just the way I carry myself in the world, but more conservative in my political stance. But I do see merit from both sides. But as as time has gone on, I've my uh, my thing is pegged more towards the right because that's what's happening in our society. Right. But now here's the point I'm finally making is people are picking a team, like I said, and going all in on it. But why? 
why then are we, in terms of our faith and our religion, choosing to cherry pick what we believe? That's that's Protestantism, is you say, oh, you know what? I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. But uh, this part in the Bible, I don't like. This part in the Bible, we're going we're gonna to eliminate that. We're going to eliminate that. We're going to find our <laughs> the way we want to view our faith as our own. And, and, and they end up starting their own political party, right? So they're they're like a green party or <laughs> independent or whatever. But you know Libertarian. why? Are, but if people are buying so much into, I'm straight up Democrat. Everything they say is is God's truth, or Republican, or vice versa, or whatever. But it's like, why aren't we doing that with our faith and saying, I am Catholic and I believe what our Catholic Church. And I'm not just gonna be like, oh yeah, I believe 96 percent of what the Catholic Church believes. But then mm, I'm that four percent, not for me, right? That's not what our church is about and what we should be um, believing as Catholics. So it's funny that 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 you know we're so polarized in one sense, but when it comes to our faith, we're a little wishy-washy about it, right? Well, and it comes down to this too. I think that there's a big problem with everybody right now is so for Trump against Trump, for Biden against Biden, and and everyone's kind of you know really you know putting their focus on this polarizing person because of the leadership that they're going to have in the country. But at the end of the day, I'm not really too invested in either one of those people because neither one of them is my God. None of them is going to really change how I live my life. Like me, how I choose to morally and how I choose to treat other people and live my life like that. They, they may affect like these earthly uh, policies and stuff and like that will affect my life sure but like at the end of the day neither one of them is perfect and neither one of them is uh, really cares about me all that much or will ever know who I am like so that's why I'll never put all my focus on any one of these people or any politician for that matter um, now I want to touch on uh, I did it for my Tuesday thoughts and I want to talk about it a little bit because I think it's important uh, if I can kind of jump a different direction here. Uh, I think right now, uh, everybody, including people of God, people of the church, priests, other people are so focused on politics that it is becoming, uh, it, it, it's frustrating for me a little bit. I saw a video of a priest that came out and he gave this big long homily on why you should vote a certain way. And I where I may have agreed with him politically and some of the stuff he said, I thought it was super inappropriate to to do that as the homily at the mass. I think if he wanted to release a video about his opinions, sure, by all means. But at the mass that mass isn't about who we're voting for. That mass is about the holy sacrifice of Jesus and being in communion with each other and with the Lord. And I think that when you have a situation like mass where you don't know who the political parties that are sitting, the political views of the people sitting in the pews, what you know about the people that are sitting in the pews is that they are loved by the Lord and that they're there to partake in the holy sacrifice. And that unity should be the most important thing in that moment. So I thought it was super inappropriate. And I like, I like clicked the video off cause I was so annoyed. Um, like I said, and I, I agreed with a lot of what he said politically. I just think that that where he said it and how he addressed it was super not cool. Uh, and I think it goes back to, okay, so we look at the gospel from this last Sunday. Here's my point is dude, you're doing it uh, like I do. You're, you're going the long yeah, way going around. around, and around yeah. <laughs> um, my pastor, uh, who I have a ton of respect for, he 
he in his homily mentioned about how he's been really invested in watching TV and knowing what's going on with the new Supreme Court justice and who's what's going on in the polls, what are the numbers, and it took away from his time of prayer, from his time of spiritual growth in his own life, from his time of uh, dedicating specific moments to God, specific time in his day and his weeks to God. And we go back to the gospel where people say to Jesus, like, you know, should we pay taxes to Rome? And he says, um, you know, whose image is on the coin? And they say, well, Caesar's. And he says that very, very uh, you know, incredible line of, well, give to Caesar's what is Caesar's, but give to God what is God. And now here, this is this is what I'm going to say. This is going to be my big moment of the of the day of the point I really want to be heard. So everyone that's that's if you're in your car, if you're watching and you're kind of doing something else, if you could give me your attention for just a second. That that statement, whose image is on the coin and whose image is now imprinted upon us. You're not Republican first. You're not Democrat first. You're not Green Party first. You are made in the image and likeness of God. So everything else should stem from the fact that you are loved and cherished by the Lord and that you are called to live a life that God has called you to live and treat people the way God has called you to treat them. And we can't give all of our time to everything that's going on in the world that's political and everything that's going on in the world that it, and, and let that replace or let that take away from our time with the Lord and our time with growing spiritually with who God calls us to be. Because if we are right with that part of our life, if that part of our life is lined up, then these other decisions will probably come a lot easier in my opinion. Um, that's my, that was my, that's the point I really want to make is we're so quick to labor ourselves, you know, politically, but how often are we able to say proudly that you're a believer in the Lord Jesus? Yeah, I think that that's awesome. The wonderful point. And it's like, that's, that's really the point of the episode is lead with your faith. Let your faith guide you and help you discern on how you are, are to vote. But I love, I love what you were saying about your pastor and my old pastor, Monsignor, hello, if you're listening, I miss you, um, is, and I think a lot of us fall into this, is you get tied up in watching, you get tied up in uh, watching, and, and it's the same with TV, if you, you're, are you a CNN watcher, are you a Fox News, they're going to go down the rabbit hole on those particular parties, those issues, it's going to be very skewed, it's going to be very one-sided, but if you find yourself being so tied up in following the polls, following who's, who's leading in the races, watching everything, there's a fine line between being informed and, and just like letting yourself... And being obsessed. And being obsessed with it, right? Because, again, what can we change? You know, we can change with our vote, and we need to be informed when we vote. We're just not going to the poll and be like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 like, like filling out like a Scantron in, in school, and you're like, I, don't, I didn't study for this test at all. I'm just going to, like, make a cool design on here. That's not yeah. what we should be doing at the polls. It's like... No, they, of course not. And we're not advocating, you should vote. You should vote. You should go and be, vo and, and, and be informed when you vote. Let's advocate for that. You should vote, and... and, and I'll, do it on my, I'll do it on my camera, too. You should vote. Good. You should vote right there. <laughs> okay. But, and I don't believe that this is my personal opinion, and I might catch flack for this from the other, from other church folk, but 
I don't believe that how you vote changes the way that God views you and how much God loves you. I don't believe that voting Republican automatically means that you're a Christian. Right. I mean, that's that's the big argument. Okay. Well, let's get it. Let's get into that really okay, quick. Okay. Let's so, get into that. So people people say the only Catholic vote is a Republican vote. That's that's most of the argument I hear because they because uh, Democrats are pretty much uh, pro pro choice, sure. which means they're for abortion. And so you say you right. can't you can't morally vote with the Catholic vote because uh, they're voting to kill a baby and kill a human right. being. Right. Uh, and then the, the the Democrats are saying. Yeah, but you guys don't care about <laughs> you guys don't care about a human being once they're coming out of the womb. Uh, everyone's yelling at everybody. But uh, what's the what's the point I'm making on that? I, I, there's uh, oh, what I was gonna say is like if you vote for Democrat, um, maybe it doesn't mean you're a murderer. Uh, and if you vote for a uh, Republican, maybe it doesn't mean you're a racist or that you, right. you know what I mean? Uh, it's, yeah, it's not a one issue situation. You know, that's the thing about it is it's like there's there's a lot of things that as far as where the church goes on both sides, I would argue. Right. The, the tricky um, thing is abortion. And I get that. That's that's sure. the biggest hot bucket, hot button issue. I believe if we can sort that out. Everything else would get a little bit easier in terms of of where we're at in our at least with our Catholic vote, because that that's a pretty big issue when we're talking about murdering somebody um, because they, yeah. they are somebody those that that baby in the womb is definitely a somebody. Well, well, I, I, and like I, without, you know, I, I, I was trying not to be too overly like, who am I voting for and stuff like that on the podcast. But it's like being pro-life and unapologetically pro-life is a lot of what sways my vote pretty much on every situation. Um, I'm not saying that that is how it is for everybody and how that determines whether or not you're a good Catholic or a good Christian or not. Um, I think that you have to spend time. My, I invite you, friends that are listening, that you, you, when you take time to be informed on your vote and you take time to to read and to learn up on the propositions or the candidates or the whatever it is, the many different things that are on the ballot this year, spend also time to pray for those things. Pray, ask God for guidance. Don't just ask YouTube or Google or Facebook for who to vote for. Spend some time in prayer. Open your heart and say, Lord, what, what, send me where you want me to go. What's the best move for me here? Let the Lord speak to your heart and see if that will help in your decision making. Dude, that's that, that's such a good point. Let me let me interject really quick yeah, on that because I, I think that's a huge point is the power of prayer. You know, we can do so much power with what we can do at the voting at the at the voting booth at the polling places right we have a lot of power in this democracy as we vote but i think we have more so in the power of prayer and the power that god can impact on this world and we so quickly forget about that because we let our our human emotions drive us we let us all, all the things we've been talking about uh going down the rabbit hole on watching social media watching tv watching the news and forgetting the power that god can have on the impact of what's going on in this world so say say you are you are vehemently behind uh, against against abortion you are a pro-lifer but you side with pretty much everything else that the democrats are behind and you want to vote for the democratic party but you are so conflicted 
on the issue of abortion. You're like, this is not right. I don't believe this, but I, I stand for most everything and I feel like I, I'm a Democrat without that little, little caveat. Pray, pray, pray for your politicians. Pray for them to have a change of heart. Pray, vote, vote them into the office, but pray for them to change their policies, change their mindset for us as a society to change our viewpoints on abortion so that we can collectively look back. We talked about it on our last episode. We can collectively look back, you know, hundred and. 70 years, 100 and however long it is, 180 years after slavery and say, what monsters we were that, that we thought that was cool, you know, that, that we thought that was that was just the way society works. We've, that was acceptable. That was just acceptable, right? We've moved for the most part. Obviously, there's always going to be exceptions. We've, for the most part, moved past that as a society. So, you know what? We're sorry, everyone. Slavery was horrible. Uh, we want to move past that and say, guys, abortion are bad that's a huge mistake um i'm i'm trivializing this right it, it, with that language that i just used it's horrendous horrendous but we can move move past that maybe both parties say you know what this we're, we are both pro-life now yeah, can- that's dream situation is both parties come together and go you know what holy mackerel yeah no that's a life yeah exactly that's a human life because that's one thing that i say like with my big political frustration I'll share this with you guys, and uh, you know what we're getting. I'm getting more and more political as the episode goes on. Good, but I mean, I think I don't know the, the a lot of the. Uh, I'm a big right now. I frust. I'm frustrated with the coronavirus situation, and I'm frustrated with the fact that churches are still outside. I'm frustrated with the archdiocese I work in that they are not allowing ministry that they're limiting the sacraments, that they're limiting the spiritual growth of people. It's frustrating over a virus that, you know, when there's ways that we can, I believe there's ways that we can take care of each other and look out for each other because that's part of being pro-life, but also do things and have the spiritual growth and the mental health uh take that into consideration when we do all these things uh, there's a lot of that that goes on so and and i think that the the science of things is important right but on that same point there is i wish i i, I guess i could pull up the statistics of how many scientists actually believe where life would begin but if we're going to follow the science for one thing shouldn't we follow it for the other thing that's my opinion that's that's the same pick and choose standard that we're talking about with yeah like you know diving like all this, in on your political parties but picking and choosing with your faith or whatever right, in your life right let's right and it's, that's just and like i said this is my personal opinion that it's like a lot of people are mad right now at the whole climate change debate okay like the science says this and the science says that and people are denying science and it's like my argument then is how are people denying that life begins at conception Right. I think so much, you know, we could go in circles about abortion. Sure. Um, we're not really going in circles. We're definitively, we have a stance on it. I, uh, my stance right now, I'll tell you right now, unapologetically, I am a pro-life Catholic. Yeah. I believe life begins at conception and abortion is murder, period. Right. As, as, I, as I mentioned before, and, but I, again, I'm not going to like yell and scream at somebody who votes uh, for a party that is... Uh, my, pro, I just pro pray choice for them. or or why don't they call it anti life? <laughs> they always have to put a positive. That's not spin. it. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's really what it is, though. Um, but well, because but okay, so the but the uh, the Democratic Party leans more towards like the, uh, they don't want the death penalty. 
Right, exactly. And so as a pro-life Catholic, I, I'm against the death penalty. Right. So we and trust me, that one's a lot harder because you see some of the crimes that these people commit, and you're and it's like the 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 human anger part of you is like goodbye. Yeah. But we have to remember who we're called to be. That's right. It's hard. It's challenging because let me tell you guys, being a voter and being a Christian is hard. Following God is hard. It's difficult. But that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off again. Go ahead. No, I was the last thing I was going to say, you know, you don't yell and scream at your at your fellow Catholic, your neighbor, if they don't vote the way you want to. Just hope that they pray for uh, for all of us to become to to meet in the middle and all become pro life. I'll be I'll find a common ground on these these issues that are so dividing us. But the reality is we need to fix our infrastructure in terms of our social media, in terms of our news sources, in terms of everything that's pulling us apart because what we're doing is is we're getting skewed visions of even the issues and the topics. Look at look at Pope Francis, the thing that just came out. I, I even heard that Whoa. that was that just came out look yesterday. Ryan or getting into the hot button topics. <laughs> They said he was. It was like a news article. I didn't even read into it because I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read this because I feel like it's a fake news. I feel like it's, it's. Well, he was, he was horribly misquoted. Right. And it was, it um, was him. St- uh, the quote was like, Pope Francis is legalizing gay marriage in the Catholic Church or yeah, something like that. No. And it's like that's not no. at all what happened. And then like another one that says like he fully stands behind gay marriage. And then nope. they're like, and then another one's like, yeah, that's not what he said either. Like, what do you guys, how are you changing his words? You know what I mean? It, I, and I didn't, honestly, I didn't even read it because like, I, I go, I'm not going to get sucked into this. I know this is like clickbaity stuff. They want right. to like drive the emotion in us. I was like, how many times have we seen that from Pope Francis? Everyone gets riled up and we're like, guys, this was from a, this was from like a, a talk he gave four years ago. And well, and I'm, uh, it's hard for me to speak on that because I'm a big advocate of Pope Francis. I think that he's really great and I think that he's good for the church. And I think that he's helping the church in a lot of ways. And that's, in, look, that's an example of you. Again, we haven't like exactly said what we're voting for, but yeah, you can pretty much imagine like uh, we both yeah. lean to the right, but Pope Francis is very much on the left. But like we can be fully supportive and, and appreciate some of the things yeah. that he's doing and not, and not just say like Pope Francis is like an invalid Pope because of his stances on all these things and he's so left and whatever. Like, no, we can be empathetic to, uh, he is the vicar of Christ and, and, and fully support him in that. It, it it comes down to he's the he I respect the office, right? And it comes down to like when when uh, President Trump was elected and everyone's like he's not my president. It's like, but he is. But so. he is. So I'm sorry that you don't disagree with him. You don't like him, and that's fair. You're allowed to not like him, but he is the president, right? Let's uh, respect and, respect and the so, office. Salute the office, right? But uh, yeah. I don't, I don't stand behind, I stand behind a lot of the policies that he makes, but like him as a person, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you got to calm down, bro. Well, because I, I worry about this. Is it going to become a situation where now for the rest of time, because it's this, the, there's two sides that are just so intense. Is it going to be okay? One side is always like, that person's not my president. Right. Like, when, like, like well, and that's at, what we're missing. At what point do we have a, a, a second civil war? Right. You know, it's getting to that point. We, I, I've, I've. Jesus, if you're listening to this podcast, now would be a good time for you to come back. <laughs> we need some unification. I mean, who knows? And so it's, it's a pendulum, and and this pendulum has swung like this, and it's gradually getting 
more and it's it's at the point where it's about to swing over the top you know when you're like a kid right. and you're like mom do you think i could swing all the way over the thing i like no that's not gonna happen like we're at that point in our nation right now when it's like we're gonna well, swing we're gonna fly across and we're gonna fly off the swing and hit our face on the on the concrete outside of the sandbox this metaphor is falling apart really quickly <laughs> but but i i understand what you're saying but it, when it comes down to this too i think it's the same with we've been very big advocates uh, and now people are like are listening to this podcast and we're being very cryptic. They're like, uh, it seems like you're on one side politically for sure. And, and like, that's fair. But like on the other argument that we're kind of always in, which is the uh, in the Catholic world, the more traditional and the more modern Catholic, I would people would argue that me and Ryan are on the more liberal side of the church. Right. Right. Exactly. And no, then, that's a great point. Because. I look at like like I'm a I guess to some people I'm a Pope Francis apologist. You know I, I I tend to side with Pope Francis. I think that he's a good for the church. I think that what he says is bold. I don't necessarily agree with everything, but I do think that he he is uh, really doing a lot of really great things for a lot of people, and he is a great example of Christ's love. Whereas. Uh, I look at a lot of Catholic figures on Instagram that say really extreme stuff to people like Taylor Marshall. I think that dude is the worst. And a lot of people really like him that follow us and that I know and that I'm friends with. I think that guy is awful. He put out a video yesterday condemning video games. Like he was oh, like telling don't play fair, video games. To be like, fair, video games are the worst. No, I'm just kidding. Like what? But like, but like on this point, so like in defense of video game for a second, I'm just kidding, by the way. It's fine. Sure. But, like, they help a lot of kids right now and adults, myself included, uh, in, 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 for mentally. You know, everyone's like, oh, if you want to play your sports games, just go out and play sports. If you yeah. want, like, it's, you don't know what people's life is like. And sometimes video games can be a really beautiful thing to bring people together. Like, I got a chance, I, I shared a couple weeks ago, I got a chance to talk and play with a friend of mine that lives across the country. And connect with him, but anyway, that's completely beside the point. Every, everything in moderation. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm saying is, so it, it's you never know where you land. Is you have to remember that you're an individual human being with individual thoughts, and you don't have to subscribe to everything a political party tells you. Mm -hmm. You can use your you should your faith. That subscription should be where you do your checks and balances of everything else. Uh, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and and uh, everything. And, and it, Everything in moderation. Everything in this world in moderation. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and like even even in our Catholic Church, there's these three pillars of our Catholic Church, and some people have them out of whack. They're they're askew in some way, shape, or form. So whether they're going out in almsgiving and and evangelizing too much, or they're praying too much, or they're putting too much stock into the liturgy. So say those are the three really. They can all boil down to those categories. Whether we're talking about liturgy, talking about prayer, talking about evangelization in some way shape or form if you only ever evangelize but you never pray and you never go to mass your cath your catholicism is is askew if you only ever talk about the liturgy i.e taylor marshall and and folks like that and that often comes with the traditional latin mass we're not going to get to this episode again but like um <laughs> this 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 trickles down to your politics as well but in terms of catholicism if you're if you're only screaming and yelling at people about the about how they run a liturgy uh but then where's your prayer life and where's your evangelization where's your almsgiving where's your um outreach to the greater community 
Right. You're also askew. So those three need to be in, in perfect balance, but that balance should be represented represented in all that we do in this life. We should take that balance and use it. Whether we're playing video games, the video games can be healthy, like you said. It can be a great outlook or a great outreach and a great help for us mentally, especially through this time. But if we spend 20 hours a day playing the same video game, we're now askew. Our, our, we're out of whack in that moderation in our life. So use it a little bit. Connect with your friend on the East Coast. That's wonderful. But then right. go get some fresh air. Go spend sure. some time with your family. Go spend some time in church or in prayer. Right? right. So every And then in our politics, this episode's still about politics. Here's our title again. Uh, this episode still is still about politics. So if we're going to dive into our politics, let's find moderation in that. Let's be informed. Let's take the time to read up on our policies. Let's time to read up about our candidates, about what values they hold, what values uh, connect with us internally. Let's take that to the polling place. Let's vote as an informed Catholic would. Let our faith guide us. But let's yeah. not let that politicalness d uh, get out of skew and out of whack. And, and let other things in our lives, um, you know, be diminished because we're putting so much time, so much effort, so much of our mental energy into that political realm that the rest of our life gets out of whack. And we find ourselves on social media yelling, screaming, or God forbid, or, I mean, I don't know what's worse in front of somebody in, in actual real life yelling and screaming or those people that are punching the guy, <laughs> whatever you're doing, find moderation in this world lean on christ in all that we do and things well, will settle it right yeah just remember everybody that, that and i think this is a, one of the closing points i want to make here because this is something that i posted i've seen it quoted a lot of times and i think it's really important just because you disagree with somebody that does not make them your enemy and that's something that i had to learn and something that i fell into is I started deleting people and starting arguments with people that I've known my whole life because we had a difference in political opinion. The end of the day, everybody is a beloved child of the living God. That should be more important than how they vote. How you love, how you live, how you treat people that's more important than how you vote. Voting is important, but it cannot trump, excuse me, a political. It cannot, it cannot Pun overshadow. intended. Pun yeah. intended. <laughs> it cannot overshadow the way that we treat each other. I've seen friends, family on the internet come at each other. People in my own family, I've seen argue over politics on Facebook. I myself have argued with family members, with you know, people that I love over things that just don't like at the end of the day, it, it shouldn't change how I love or how I respect the people in my life or the people in your life. It shouldn't change how you love the Lord. It shouldn't change any of that. And you know, that that that's the biggest thing I want to end with today, or I, I want to not end with, but I want to make clear today. Before you're a Republican, before you're a Democrat, you're a follower of Jesus, and that should be the number one thing on your list. 
that should be the party that you use to vote with when you look at everything and then let let god let your conscience let your prayer let your spiritual life let that be your guide on what you do as that's 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 how i vote uh, that's how i pray that more that, that you vote and that's my thought on that amen brother i think that's a great way to wrap this up this was a I'll say this was a much better Halloween episode than last year. We didn't dress up, but I, did you, I don't know if you noticed, but this will air what would have been our Halloween. Yeah, this will be our Halloween episode. This would be the Halloween episode. So Isn't Halloween canceled? I mean, uh, you posted it today. It's like we've already been wearing masks for the last seven months and, and just eating. And eating candy. Eating so candy. I don't need a whole day dedicated to it. <laughs> uh, but all, uh, Halloween this year is All Hallows Eve. No, I'm just kidding. It's a Saturday. And I'll be at mass. There was a every year. It's all it's a All Hallows Eve. But yeah, it's a, <laughs> just like Thanksgiving is a th- is a Thursday this year. So, so that means that Sunday though is an, is All Saints Day. That's right. So Sunday. Be a, uh, what a long litany of saints is going to be at mass. I'll do them all. I'm going to do all the saints. Every saint. Yeah. So, but yeah, Sunday All Saints Day usually, I mean, six times out of seven doesn't fall on a Sunday. Yeah. I don't know the math. Minus leap year. Well, Anyways, it hasn't fallen I'm going to put Sunday it into while. the universe now and keep us accountable. So what we're going to do is we'll, it'll give us a week to do some research. Is next Monday on the podcast, we're going to do a, like Ryan and I will each pick like our top three or top five favorite saints. Okay. That could be fun. Yeah. You know, like who that. is your confirmation saint? Stuff like that. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, let's see if we can do that episode. Uh, so that'll be uh, our All Saints Day episode. Which will be yeah. the Monday. It'll be the day after. So sure, sure. So yeah, go to church on All Saints Day. It's a holy day of obligation because it's a Sunday, but it always is anyways. So uh, pretty cool. So uh, you know, what? I want to touch on that really quick, just as as we lead into All Saints Day and as we lead into this week, where we want to keep it in mind. Because I, I was talking to a youth minister friend of mine, and he brought up this point, and I thought it was really cool. And it was when we like idolize celebrities or politicians or people like that, we can't necessarily pick up the phone and call them, you know, for advice and for guidance in our life. But in our Catholic faith, like we believe that when it comes to the saints, we can just, we can pray and, and ask for their direct uh, prayers and, 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 and uh, inspiration in our life. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Good. We'll hit on that a lot more next week as well. So I think that wraps. This is a good episode. I, I enjoyed this, this, yeah. Healthy, this healthy discussion. I hope you guys liked uh, coming along for the ride. Hopefully you didn't get too angry with uh, us siding. But here's the thing. you got to take a stance sometimes in this life, whether or not we did it uh, too abruptly or um, definitively. I think you pretty much know where we stand on a lot of these things. So, And regardless, agree or disagree, we still love you. We still love you. We still support you. We pray for we pray for us all as a world as a nation as a country as as yeah, a people as, as a church, yeah, a nation as children of god right so get out there and vote 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 uh vote from your heart with your faith with your soul with with the courage and faith and strength of god within you and get out there and let's let's do it that's next what next tuesday next tuesday oh my gosh so the day after monday yeah that's what. That's usually when Tuesday falls. So, guys, uh, we'll. we'll uh, oh look- no! I have a Tuesday thought on election day. Well, you better. 
You better get on it. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll have more to say on this subject uh, as we find out who our next president will be like in December because it's going to take so long to figure it out. But Probably. don't be uh, don't be discouraged. Uh, whatever the outcome is, we will get through this as a country together. Um, but we no have matter to who's president. Jesus is still king. Exactly. So we just got to keep leaning on our faith and we're going to get through this, guys. Uh, so thanks for coming along with us. As always, follow us on social media. We again, we're, we're a little bit more distant lately, but please continue to reach out. We see your messages. We'll get back to you eventually and find us on Facebook. On YouTube is where this episode, these episodes air. If you're not watching them, if you're just listening, you can always find us there and comment and see whatever we're doing visually. Yeah. And then find us on Patreon.com forward slash Two Catholic Dudes if you feel so inclined to support us financially. That helps us greatly continue to grow uh, yeah. this channel. And uh, if you, you if you sign up on Patreon, I believe it's the twenty dollar, twenty five dollar level. You will get a Two Catholic Dudes mug. I don't have it here to show off again, but you I saw don't have it here either. But I, I've just uh, we have a couple of uh, our patrons that have received their mugs and they're very happy having a cup of Joe to Catholic dude style. So if that is something that interests you take a consideration and look on Patreon. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. As always. Peace. peace.